The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. But let's see, am I on now? Yes. Okay. But the fan is the fan is not on. What's I don't hear the fan. It's on. I just don't. Okay. You hear the fan? No. No. Great. So, um, can you cannot hear? The headphone is not on. Yours on. Yours is on. So your battery's probably get another one. So, um, what was that discussion like? Any reports, comments? Was it easier to talk about how you benefited in being generous than how you benefited by receiving generosity? <clears throat> so Bill, why don't you give it to Bill? I, he's looking... Like he's looking like I want to know what he's thinking. <laughs> well, I, I'm impressed the way this this conversation on generosity just seems to act like a snowball rolling down the hill, gathering mass. Mm. So you're still doing the form of going around in a circle and seeing it kind of grow that way. Yeah. Nice, wonderful. My name is Sylvie. Um, So talking about Snowball, um, it was interesting because I made the comment that um, when Mary brought that she was having a hard time uh, accepting generosity, I made a comment that this is strange. She said that, but I don't don't have any problems accept, like I, I can't think of anything. Maybe it will come later, but I cannot think of anything. And then the conversation kept going. Uh, And then she said something and I was just like, oh my God, yes, that's it. I can't accept generosity <laughs> in that circumstance. But, you know, if the conversation hadn't flown like this, I wouldn't have had that insight. Mm. <coughs> so nice. it, it really is a nice format. Great. Hi. Hi, I'm Dana. Um, we are interested in these questions and um, being generous, you know, the consequences we feel a lot of good uh, rewards like being excited and feel warmth and kind- kindness rise in your heart, which is amazing. Um, but Kevin and I also share that we want to be generous because we know that that makes us feel good and make you think that that makes us a better person? Is it truly <laughs> generosity? We, uh, we, we sometimes, you know, uh, we are, you know, we, we are not very sure that's the true generosity, but we have uh, all different dynamics of generosity mm-hmm. in, your, in our heart. So the question is, 
if you if you gi- if you give in order to benefit yourself, is it really giving? Is it really generous? And um, <clears throat> I think if the only reason you give is so you can benefit, maybe it isn't generous. But uh, there's nothing wrong with benefiting from acts of generosity. And some people feel like they're not allowed to benefit because then it's too self-focused. In the in this early Buddhist tradition. Uh, they talk about generosity as a means to adorn the self, adorn oneself, you, like putting on beautiful jewelry or nice clothes or something. Uh, but they t- not the self, they talk about adorning the mind. And one of the things we want to do in practice <coughs> is in fact to cultivate <coughs> uh, strong qualities of mind that support the practice. So that's, and that's part of the reason to practice generosity as a parami is to develop ourselves. But one of the most beautiful aspects, the way to support it most, is yes, you can want to develop your mind, but you always keep in mind that um, giving up selfishness is one of the best ways for generosity to adorn the mind. This is a personal response that I had to this was that I realized that generosity sometimes is risky. Is what? Risky. Yes. That and uh, not being generous sometimes is risky. <laughs> 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 that it's kind of, some of the same complications. I mean, work in a way is is generosity. It's just paid generosity. Um, but when I'm working, I'm trying to be accurate. I want to do things right. But when I'm being generous in another situation, it's the same dilemma. I'm trying to be right and sometimes there's spontaneity is involved and I'm not sure that I'm right. So I, there's something more to this generosity. It's not, it's not a free ride to happiness. Uh, I think it has to be wise. Well, that's not so simple either, is it? <laughs> <laughs> and wise generosity. I mean, it has, you have to understand the context, the, the impact. Um, you know, there's a lot that needs, needs to go into it. So hopefully we don't just blind generosity. Maybe it's not so useful. Okay, great. So how about Fiona? Can you give the mic to Fiona? Um, the discussion was, was very uh, interesting, you know, how it evolved from, you know, the feelings of good, uh, you know, just of joy and happiness, but how... Um, what could be general, generous act uh, when things are difficult? Um, like to just uh, be with someone who may be um, saying a lot of very difficult things. You know, how to give them your attention without um, <clears throat> closing your heart or getting or pushing away. Um, so it was both uh, how to be generous in difficult situations uh, and also uh, the sense of of a generous uh, quality towards it, our inner thoughts as well when um, things arise that we would rather not mm-hmm. see. Good, that's great. And what occurs to me is that there are sometimes some people and some qualities of ourselves, situations ourselves, where the things that are difficult, people are difficult, is partly because no one's ever given them real attention. No one's ever given them their real presence. And um, 
<clears throat> and so it hurts, and so they act in ways that are unpleasant, and then people want even less to be with them. But if you turn around and offer them that deep listening and presence, which is probably what they most crave, uh, then you might be able to kind of go around the defenses, go around the offensive behavior, and something in, something in them can relax and settle. And the same thing happens with us. If we can offer kind, loving presence to ourselves, the difficult parts in ourselves, sometimes that helps something to thaw and relax deep inside. The mic is, Yolanda, yeah. Um, we also looked at ways where ourselves come into generosity, for example, social expectation or obligation, being part of it and being aware of that, and um, also wanting to give the perfect gift to somebody as kind of an expression of knowing the person really well. And it can get a little bit mixed up, and it's nice to be aware of that. Thank you. And uh, I apologize if I bring this up and if I make this association, but uh, I think that your lifestyle for 50 years has a lot of generosity that's kind of in the, kind of assumed or kind of emphasized or kind of part of the deal, right? More than most lifestyles, right? I think that's very true. It's like a field of generosity, really. So, 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 yeah. I, so I, I, know, I don't want to put you on the spot. You don't have to answer if you don't want to. But uh, can you offer us uh, something you've learned in 50 years of, gen- of being in a field of generosity? Well, just at this moment, just because of our conversation, I'm sorting things out and seeing sometimes they're a mix. You know, like I was talking about yesterday, I bought a gift for my one-year-old grandnephew. And I don't know anything about buying gifts for children, <laughs> you know. And it had that expectation, but by the time I finished and the time I wrapped it in this little piece of shiny paper I really liked it you know and so to accept that sometimes there can be a mix in it and um, it just it feels very content and gracious and peaceful to be generous Mm. receiving it or giving it so if it's mixed don't get too hung up with the you know the negative side of the mix nice 50 years of wisdom Thank you. So, okay, wonderful. So thank you. And uh, in a few minutes we'll take a break and um, for lunch. So a few things um, to say. Um, as, uh, sometimes people come for these uh, Dharma practice days for half the day. So that's fine, and uh, but then uh, I'll try to have this handout here. Pick it up anytime you want, but if it's available here. This, today it's green, and it has some reflections and practices you might want to explore uh, during the year, dur- during the month, around generosity. So it becomes more alive for you. And if you do decide to ask someone to be your buddy or to meet with someone uh, during the month from this Dharma practice day. Um, you know, that's one of the things you can discuss is those reflections and those practices. And then there's a URL at the bottom that gets you to an IMC website page where it has more um, resources for the paramis. And uh, so, you know, uh, you can talk during lunch, get to know each other, and if, you know, if the buddy thing 
seems interesting, you can ask someone. The other thing is um, uh, these Dharma practice days, uh, we've been very, very fortunate for many years to have variety, a few people take on the job of being a manager for it in recording. And, uh, and uh, we're kind of running thin. There haven't been renewed the body of people. We need more people to do that. Like Anne is like one of the stalwart managers, and she does a lot of it, but she would, doesn't really want to do it every time we come here. So, so it'd be great if any of you have any interest or willingness to be a manager, which doesn't really require much, but opening up and closing, and we're doing half the day of it, <coughs> and uh, moving the mic around. <coughs> and then separately from that, it's nice to have, it doesn't have to be separate, but is to have someone who learns the basics of the recording, so turning it on and off, and that's another. So both those things, those, both those things are acts of generosity to the whole community. And if some of you, if some of you are interested in that, uh, I suppose you can talk to Anne, and she can get you connected. And um, we'll start again in here at one o'clock. And um, those of people who have been here before.